Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Average Superstar TV. I'm your host, Lauren Lepery. Please be nice and give us that subscribe, like, comment, and share on YouTube. We're also available every Monday morning at 5 a.m. on Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, and iHeartRadio. This week, we jump back into the independent film world. We have a really awesome guest here, a guy who's uh, that local guy out of the Philadelphia area, I have a lot of mutual friends in common with this guy. Uh, I also worked one of his short films that he had a hand in. And uh, this guy is a director, an editor, and a cinematographer. Uh, he is the owner of Thinking Arts Entertainment. He has uh, put out, helped put out films such as Delicious and Kill or Be Killed. We're currently pushing his short film called Stalked, which he's trying to put, push into a feature, which we'll get through shortly. But... Everyone, please welcome to the show, Wesley Mallet. <laughs> Thanks for doing, having buddy? me. I, I literally told you right before the show is about to start, my dog will probably jump up on my lap. And not only has she jumped up that, on my lap, but she's jumping up on the desk right now. And I like that because that's now the third animal that has jumped onto my, <laughs> my guest. But yes, flash that one up there. What's the name of it? What's the name of the Mini. dog? Mini, you're going to be Mini. famous now. Yeah, yeah, it's, you're going to have to get your own IMDb credit and you know Facebook page. And, <laughs> sweet, sweet. Oh gosh. So yeah, bro, friend, we run in this. We definitely run uh, a lot in the common of same circle here. So yeah, we do. How um did you know when you were younger that you definitely wanted to? Be involved with film or is this just something that eventually you got sent in that direction uh, yes i actually have known ever since i was a wee little lad um <laughs> that i've always wanted to be into film um in fact like i know like a lot of people uh, are getting their starts like when they're super young now they're getting cameras and they're starting to learn editing and all that stuff but me and my friend Andrew Glessner, who's the co-founder of Thinking Art Entertainment with me, uh, we didn't have cameras or anything like that. So we just ran around um, reenacting movies and stuff without cameras when we were kids. So it's always been a lifelong passion of mine to be a filmmaker. Sweet, sweet. So... You did, and then you, I guess, right after high school, you jumped right into film school and everything, going to college for it. Yep, I went to Penn State and studied uh, film studies, and then right outside of college, um, couldn't really find a job. So that's whenever Andrew and I made Thinking Art, and we made two feature films that no one will ever see. <laughs> and uh, from there, uh, we decided that, you know, we weren't going to spend two years of our lives on movies that no one were going to see and that were just awful. So we decided to make the jump into short films because we felt that we could get better at our craft faster by making short films. Without a doubt, uh, like I made, I think I think it's made. I made six short films, and I always said like half, three of those, no one's ever going to see. But that's also where you mm -hmm. make your error. Like that's where you're allowed to make exactly. your error. By the time you get your feature, yeah. you're like this, this ain't happening, you know. So exactly, yeah, it's definitely yeah. good advice for anybody in the film business that's listening to this that wants, you know, 
to start. Make shorts first. Don't jump into features. <laughs> but uh, we learned that the hard way. Yeah, you know. And your page, Th- Thinking Arts Entertainment on YouTube, uh, that's that's it. You got a you got a big following there. I mean, your 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 videos are well done. You know, between you got your short films up there, you're making of your yeah. interviews with your cast, your do's and don'ts. So, what 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 mm-hmm. brought that idea on? Did you just did this all seem to come together with um, just you and Andrew just kind of bouncing ideas off each other when you create the page? So I've always wanted to do little making of featurettes because I think it's like a good opportunity. So whenever you're on set, um, especially for me, because uh, I've transitioned kind of away from doing the cinematography for stuff that I'm directing. However, in the past, I have been the director and cinematographer on most of my short films. And in the past, whenever you're doing, whenever you're directing and doing the cinematography, you're so freaking busy that you barely have time to kind of just soak in the moment of what is happening. Like you're bringing all these people together and collaborating and creating magic. And I just wanted to kind of document that process and be like a little time capsule. And from there, we started creating like the the behind the short series, as I call it. So it's just a, basically uh, an onset of set experience of being on film set with us uh, throughout the day. Um, and then from there, it kind of grew into my thought process kind of transitioned to thinking of the YouTube channel as more of a business than just um, like a time capsule piece, you know? So that's where I started getting into doing videos on gear that filmmakers could potentially use um, and doing um, reviews and stuff like that. So it's all been like a growing process. Uh, Actually today, we just hit 10,000 subscribers. So it's a pretty cool milestone. Big congratulations on that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. you know, my, my YouTube page isn't does not have that yet, but it's starting to grow. But it's only because I've been more consistent with these shows when I started three months ago. Yep. But before that, I was just That's uploading stuff. If they watched it, they watched it. They didn't, they didn't. So yep. I'm I'm I, I, you're way ahead of me. I'm trying to I'm trying to grow here. So but but yeah, I, I totally, yeah. Consistency, yeah. There's, every Monday, I plan on doing a hundred straight shows. Hey, everybody's <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I've I mean, kind of fell out of the YouTubing a little bit. Um, I've just been so busy with freelance stuff that I haven't really had time to just sit down and make videos. So, um, well, one day, one week, when I get some free time, I will. But right now, I'm just too busy. And and I, but what you just said though is really what you wanted. You didn't say when you were younger there wasn't a YouTube then, but like you weren't like yo, I want to be this video YouTube guy. You said you want to make movies, so it's happening for you. <laughs> so if you don't return to yeah. it, double congratulations. You know, yeah, you, you know. So <laughs> thanks. It, yeah, and uh, it was a, I think it was back in October. Um, you and I worked together on um, Chloe Carroll's um, film Delicious. That was that was where I first met you, and you know it's kind of funny. You said you're a photographer, sorry, you're a cinematographer. You're running all over. 
I didn't hardly, I hardly talked to you. Like I just remember, like because <laughs> yeah. as you were saying, you were you're just trying to get this shot, you're trying to get this coverage. Uh, that the house we were at, the uh, they were really cool, really cool couple and all that. But we're we're trying to get in mm. and get all the shots, so we're not like because I don't think they were right. exactly film people. I didn't think they understand stood how long we were going to be there. You know, so yeah, yeah there's a lot of pressure. Run into that a lot. Uh huh. <laughs> but. Yeah, but you did that, and um, a couple months back, I think it was October-ish, I saw one of your short films, Stalked, and I didn't realize it. You know, this is when I started actually talking to you because I wrote you right after. I was, I was really impressed with that because as soon as when the movie starts, I saw Thank Buddy you. Kane and I saw Lauren Levera, and I was like, I know two out of these three actors just like that, and I'm watching this, dude, and I was, I was blown away. I, I think was it like seven or eight minutes long but a lot went into it and then 20 it was 20 20 all right now i didn't even seem that long that's all that's how good yeah yeah but but i just remember like at the end i'm watching for like three actors but they cast this i'm sorry the crew is huge it's just going and going i'm like i'm like oh i know that guy Uh was i'm like i'm writing him right after i'm going home and writing that dude i was like i was like you know to say like how much i liked it (laughs) because Yeah, because trust me, for a guy that ran, I ran twenty six film festivals in Philly, and like a lot of the lo- a lot of the stuff that I would get sometimes when it was local, I was like, oh my god, there's there's no lighting, there's no audio, it's the same five actors, they just changed roles again. I was like, so I usually yeah. roll my eyes, and I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. I was like, when when I see a home run, I'm like, you're getting the freaking praise. So I wrote you immediately. <laughs> Thank you. Really glad you enjoyed that. Um, that's uh that short we actually made is so um going back to thinking art it was kind of i guess five years ago i came up with the idea that i wanted to do two short horror films every halloween and it would be branded as short scares um we created stopped as one of two short horror films to be released um uh october of 2020 but um, we had a couple, like, the visual effects shots in that movie took a long time because they're super complicated. And we only had one visual effects artist um, with the skill set that could pull that off. And um, by, the, by the time it was finished, I realized that we had kind of something special on our hands. And that's when I decided that rather than just throwing it up on YouTube um, for free where anybody could watch I wanted to go the film festival route and use the short film as a proof of concept for a much more developed and much longer feature film version. No, I think I think it's a great. I think it has a good presence. I the you know the the the. I don't know how much you're trying to get into it, but we'll say the the presence of the killer alone is to me is like captivating because I think I think you show it just enough. That, mm-hmm. that that it, it keeps the viewer's mind of like what's his background what why well, you know what, what's the backstory and all this stuff so i think i think you i think you hit all the bullet points yeah. on that yeah so thank you um, and so- plus um the thing in the short film with the characters like they're going to explore an abandoned ghost town and there's so much like back history that's developed in um is kind of explored more in the feature film version. So it's a lot of cool stuff we have planned. <laughs> Sweet. 
Put me in that feature. I'm all about it. <laughs> Available. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> cool. So, I mean, so right a- now you're, you're, you're shopping that around, just uh, uh, trying to create buzz and hopefully get some funding for this? Yep. Uh, right now we're actively, the, the script's fully written. We're trying to get the same main three actors involved. Um, we've reached out to a couple of veteran actors, trying to get them on board. But right now it's all about approaching investors and trying to find the funding. And without that funding, unfortunately, we don't have a film. Gotcha. Where, where do you, that is a good area because you and I share this because, you know, make films too. Like go, go over where... <laughs> That's probably the toughest, that is the toughest road. Actually, and then there's the second part after of actually getting your money back and trusting a distribution company. But <laughs> yep. what's your, do you have like your a recipe for how you get your funds or are you more on the crowdfunding? I mean, how, how what's your advice? Well, for something like the, the stock feature, it's like a completely, um, unprecedented ball game for me personally so we brought on a producer who's kind of a little bit more experienced with the business side of things um uh for the short films at least everything has been a much more manageable price and it's usually just you know like a set budget for instance like if we do a two thousand dollar short film and we have five producers that's only four hundred dollars a piece so it's a much more reasonable hit to our uh, wallets if we exactly yeah instead of doing you know like a fifty thousand or one hundred thousand dollar (laughs) feature yeah 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 (laughs) trust me i know that once (laughs) but uh Mm -hmm. yeah it gets it it, it's a it's a double-edged sword because just suppose somehow you get that hundred 100k they don't it's it's rougher to recoup the money these days it it just is like it's so hard not even like five percent of films make their money back these days you know outside of the a-list film so right it's it's one of those things where it's like this is what you're drawn to this is your passion you're a creator you got all these stories you don't want to stop but at the same time it's like you don't want to lose you know you you don't want to lose either (laughs) Right. And plus, like, you also have to think of it in terms of being like a business person. Um, Yeah, you could get the $100,000 and make your movie and nobody sees it and you lose somebody else's money. But that's not going to get you to make another one. Like investors want to be confident that you're the guy that's going to make their money back so they can keep doing this and keep making more money, you know? Yeah. That, 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 that everyone has to win. That, that, no, matter, no matter what exactly. film company, no matter, you have to make sure everybody wins and it, it gets harder. Uh, I think doing horror movies is probably one of the best things to do. Cause there's at least me, I'm a big con person. I go across the whole country with all that mm-hmm. stuff. Like I, 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 I have a really good network and all that. And I also realize like merchandise is, is huge. If, if there's something marketable in that, like Christ, you know, wear my own freaking t-shirt here of average superstar films, but like (laughs) dark military. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Dark military. I have my own merchandise and stuff. So when you could actually create merchandise, your own IP, your intellectual property, and you own that, 
the you know you don't got to worry so much about the film uh, like the film company screwing you over because if you're the one selling it you know right. you know but then again your film has to be big enough that reaches an audience yeah. like that and that's all that's yeah. where you need them <laughs> you know yeah. so I, I say with filmmaking i mean i love it uh, I have I have a lot plenty on my plate this year, but I call it ice skating uphill. I ju- I just do because it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's it, a good it, analogy. Yeah, it's frick it's freaking hard. It it's kind of like making VCR tapes and trying to sell them, and everyone's like, "Yo, I get that for free." Like you know, <laughs> they're digital now, man. I, I don't uh-huh. buy these things, you know. So delicious, which has a lot yeah. of hits on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it's at currently, but I know it has a lot of uh, like. I think it's like close eight hundred thousand. So really? I mean, yeah, that's getting amazing. close to the million mark. That's good. So it's it's funny when I send that to like any of my family members because you know I'm just known as Goofy Lord. And they're like, what is what, doing that? <laughs> but I love that because I think Chloe's great. She's been on this show, and when mm-hmm. I, I, when she sent me that script, I was like, one hundred percent, I'm going to do this. And then I was like. Oh, he doesn't even have a line. <laughs> Perfect. I'm like, I just yeah. got to twitch and creep people out. I'm like, this is freaking great. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that was a, it that was a, a really performance fun performance, not saying anything. Yes. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. all what acting really is a lot is, is projecting body language, too. You know, like sometimes you don't even need mm-hmm. to. It's very important. Yo. Know, yeah. Look at. Look at I always said one of the best movies ever, 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 you ever made. Sigourney Weaver in Aliens acted with something that didn't exist. She acted yeah. with a, a queen alien, and them two staring at each other. There's no words, mm-hmm. but you can see the intensity of like Ripley, like you're responsible for all these eggs, you know, you're responsible mm-hmm. for my crew being, but you could see it in her face. She didn't have to say anything. Right. You know, so yeah, that's 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 the art I love of acting. Like it's 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 not so much delivery and you know dialogue. You can, if you could touch an audience by just body language too, like that, it, it, it all matters. Mm-hmm. So even look at like Magnolia. I always I always hold this. Uh, I hold that. I think that's the best acted movie ever made. But Tom Cruise did a dialogue oh with gosh. Jason Roberts. That's asleep incredible scene oh my god it kills you every time but yeah jason roberts doesn't make eye contact he's out he's not about to die and you could and the viewer us viewers you get the emotion i mean it's a beautiful it's a beautiful movie and an absolutely beautiful scene where he i love how yeah i love how paul thomas anderson especially has the confidence to not like cut away from that or do any other coverage or anything he's just like let this scene play out because it's brilliant. It it is. I, I, those are really movies like that are really my favorite. Like I love doing horror movies. I love the horror community, but I love acting driven movies. And Magnolia to me is probably mm-hmm. the top best. Look at that. Look at that cast across the boards, and like that's over oh, what three hours. It's three hours. It's three hours and like eighteen yeah. minutes, and it doesn't feel you don't feel you're there for that long because it because it no, just flows. It's such a well paced movie. Yep, that those are the movies too. As much as I say I like them, that I feel. Uh, what are you doing here, kid? 
you're, you're, this is the bar. You're, you're yeah. never going to be this good. That's the stuff that makes me want to step away. You know, so once in a while, like a, like a Daniel Day-Lewis role, once in a while, I'm like, yeah, dude, don't don't ever think you're getting here. With <laughs> <laughs> your horror movies, you know? <laughs> so how many short films have you done? Because I, I was on your IFDB earlier, and I mean, your list is huge. And like, I was like, I just said uh, er, earlier, uh, before we went live here, I was just watching Trick or Treat, and I like... um. Mm-hmm. I like that. Like I just, it, it, it was tight. Uh, it, where where you do you know, come up with all your stories even? Like, is this, this. It... Just random ideas. I don't know. Um, you know, a lot of these, uh, especially like the short films that we do for Halloween, it's usually a group of producers. So it, even though like one of us might write the script, the idea itself is actually uh you know like four or five of us kind of just pitching ideas back and forth till we find something that we all kind of like um so that was kind of the uh, similar um situation with stalked and trick-or-treat where we're a group of uh producers um we knew we were going to make a horror film for halloween that year but we just needed to kind of throw ideas back and forth and just see what kind of stuck Sweet, sweet. So you're out of the Philadelphia area as I am. Are you looking to make a jump anywhere or are you happy where you are and you're keeping the flag in the ground? Um, honestly, I haven't really thought too much about it. Like everybody talks about L.A., but then there's a lot of people leaving L.A. And I don't really feel like we're in – I don't really feel like the industry is L.A. or bust anymore. Like what it used I think to it's be. Atlanta, or uh, Atlanta, you know, New York. Yeah, exactly. Atlanta, yeah. New York. And I mean, there's great, there's great stuff being made. Um, you know, in in Philadelphia. Um, look at the Creed movies coming here. Um, uh, M Night Shyamalan films his movies here. Adam Sandler just filmed his movie here. It, I mean, it's not. It's a especially with COVID. Uh, uh, it, the industry. It's just a different landscape than what it was, you know, five years ago. And uh, to me, if like the opportunity, if some sort of big opportunity presented itself, I would absolutely consider uh, making the move to L.A. But I think like right now I'm just going to focus on the making the films that I want to make and trying to make them with the people that I know I can make them uh, well with. Yeah, you, you you seem to gotta have a good bunch around you. So I mean, mm-hmm. you you seem very consistent. Like in 2020, I made one quarantine film, basically to keep me busy in the summer, and then I I was kind of done for a while because mm-hmm. I didn't know. I I was scared to start something, and then someone coughs the wrong way, or I think I I was just scared of of getting shut down. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here I am this year trying to get back into things. So uh, I'm like uh, <laughs> I'm like the dog that got out in the backyard this year. Like I'm gonna have a big summer into the fall. Like nothing's stopping me. But one of the adjustments I made is I, I shortened cast. You know, I'm trying to mm-hmm. trying to not you know, especially how I had the dark when I did my dark military movie. I had like 70 actors through that an, entire shoot, and I don't think I could ever do that it's a going lot forward. Uh, like. For a while, because I, last mm-hmm. thing I need is halfway through, you know, someone gets scared or anything. I, I can't, 
I, I know how I act and man up and stuff, but I can't tell other people, here's what you have to do, you know, by when you come with me, that's, that's not right. So, mm -hmm. you know, so, but, um, yeah. So you're also shooting a, speaking of my dark military film, one of my cast members, Darren Archer, you're shooting his film currently. Mm -hmm. I am. I am directing and co-DPing uh, the feature film Talons of the Phoenix, which is produced by Darren Archer. And he also has a, uh, I, I, I don't want to say starring, but he co-stars in the movie because there, like you said, there is a big cast in that movie as well. Uh, uh -huh. I think all in all, there's close to like 50 some speaking parts in the movie. Wow, that's awesome. And as that's, yeah. I think that's down... If I correct me if I'm right or wrong here, but I think it's being shot down near Gettysburg, is it? Yep, it's been most of our days have been around Gettysburg area. We've done uh, two days at the Hagerstown Airport, which is really cool. They have an awesome World War II like airplane museum and have a couple like World War II style trucks and stuff that we got to like drive around in the background of some scenes. It was really cool. And then um, we did a couple days out in Carlisle, if you if you know where yes. that is. Those um, those days, whew, that was a challenging shoot. We we did it on a YMCA uh, campus, like campground, and we turned that campus into like a Nazi camp, um, a Nazi POW camp. So, and the, the hard part was that was when it really started to get cold and no one had cell service whatsoever. So it was kind of like a blessing and a curse at the same time. Um, curse, like you couldn't call somebody and, you know, like it's at one of the other buildings and ask them to grab something for you. So we had to use walkie talkies. Uh, blessing, it kind of made like the cast and crew uh, tighter because no one was on their phones during breaks or anything. We were all just talking to each other and, and getting to know everyone. It's a, it's a lost art of humanity the last 15 years of just sitting around actually talking to people because <laughs> everyone's face is buried into the phone yep, anymore. Really yeah. So this is, I mean, for the viewer and all that, I, I know, but this is a, this is a world war two period piece, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah cool. 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 So, and uh, did you have any uh, COVID problems through all this stuff at all? Did, or, did, or was it just? Um, so the very first. The dog, the dog needs its attention the again. Yeah, bring first, it up. The like, couple. <laughs> Minnie's back. Uh, the very first couple of days that we did on the um, shoot, I think five people ended up getting COVID and we were shut down for a little bit. But after we got back up and running, everybody's been safe. Gotcha. So is it, so do you have to go through, is it, was this considered a, a independent or SAG film? This is an independent. Good. So good. Yeah. Even... Yeah. I didn't know if like you were going to have to have the super, you know, COVID cleaners come in and, you know, <laughs> yeah. As I hear what's, if you really think about what happened in the last two years for people like us doing indies, especially if you, you go SAG, um, there, there, 
it costs you more money now because you get you know there's, yeah. there's so many rules like food has to be wrapped a certain way and you know that you the got to be clean. Audit, uh, oh, officer. Yeah, it's it's it it sucks because everything got more expensive now, and I'm not yeah. talking about the inflation. It's just because of that is what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, like there's more people to the you know the answer to. So I am mm -hmm. going to stay as indie as I ever could possibly ever. Ever be, bro. yeah, until that's over, yeah, cool, cool. But, um, and so you, one you're, of the unfortunate things with our feature is we'll probably have to. Oh, go ahead. No, got no, letting you go for a second. Go ahead. I was gonna say that's kind of like one of the unfortunate things with our feature that we're trying to do is like we're probably going to be forced to go sag because of all the actors in it, and so we'll probably have to follow a lot of um union rules and even like a couple of the crew members that were uh hiring or union so um it's just gonna make everything more expensive yay <laughs> what you needed right so and i was, what I was about to say is uh yep. for people who want to see the movie stalked and they're in pennsylvania area it's it's screening up at the jim thorpe Inter film festival yep so there hasn't been a date uh given to my knowledge yet but i know that we've been accepted and that i know like the window of time will be april 21st through the 24th usually for like a horror film they'll probably show it like later on a later. friday or yeah. saturday yeah yeah uh, they're not my film screened up like there too. time or afternoon yeah yeah and uh, that that's a good festival. It's like one building, but I mean, it's in Jim Thorpe. Uh, I love that. It's I love well that area. Run too. Yes, it is. Yep, yep. And there's a really cool coffee shop down the street that usually uh, filmmakers could go to to get like basically cookies and all that stuff. But uh, it it's mm -hmm. cool, and they have a mural on the wall of like every music icon from like the '40s to present. It's really, I love them. Wish I could remember the name of it, but uh, it, it's really cool if you're ever down there. Just, just go hop in the coffee shop. You'll know in a second. But yeah, but um, taking my headphones. Oh, look at that! I think she wants to go. Down? Between all the cats and dogs that have jumped on my guests, I'm gonna do a scissor reel <laughs> <laughs> by the end of the year. <laughs> Pay tribute to all the animals that uh interjected in all these interviews. But uh, uh -huh. yeah, sweet. Uh, is there anything else on the, uh, that you want to bring to the table? go over um i always like to give my guest uh the floor i like mean that. stocked is the big one <laughs> stocked is the big one because um we're trying to film that in the uh, the feature in september and you know that movie because of the the location we're really kind of stuck to a certain time of year before corn dies since the cornfield plays such a big part of the movie um or a full another year to film it but uh I, I have faith and confidence that we can pull it off and get everything we need to do it in uh, september of this year wait well two two more things on stock uh number one uh my plate i'm available for september if if, if you need <laughs> okay. that and uh no two is there anything that any of the viewers could do to help you with stock um so right now the film isn't available to pub publicly 
watch. But if people are interested in seeing it, um, they can go to the Jim Thorpe Film Festival. And if they like it, talk about it. Um, I know that like one of the coolest things for me personally has been, um, did you go to the Mutant Fest at uh, um, the Mahoning Drive-In? No, I go, for a record, I go up there a lot, but I did not get up to that one. No, I did not. So that was such a freaking incredible experience. Um, so basically, for anybody watching that isn't familiar, this was a, the first year that they did this, but it was the Mahoning combined with uh, Shutter hosting this event um, called um, Joe, Joe Bob's uh, Drive-In something yeah he was there all weekend that sold out in like two I forget seconds. the last word yeah but the first day was called mutant fest and basically it was just a film festival of indie films like really you know low budget films that no one can see on you know on like amazon or netflix and stuff and um stocked was one of the featured films i think one of 10 featured films that got the show on the, the big um, drive-in big screen. And all of those 10 finalists that got the big screen on the big screen were brought up on stage and presented a hubby award. So I got to go up on stage, meet Darcy and Joe Bob and get presented with this hubby award in front of, I think they said it was a sold out crowd out of over 800 people that were there just to watch little independent movies on the drive-in screen it was an incredible experience and whenever i uh said that we were trying to make a feature out of it people started like honking their horns and screaming and everything it was a really cool experience yeah so that that's uh basically 10 minutes from jim thorpe that this drive-in mm -hmm. that that we're talking about and I would have to say in 2020, that and the Delcy Drive, and between them two, the Delcy Drive is in Jersey, those two places kept me sane when yeah. everything was closed. And the Mahoney's, there's nothing like it in America because mm -hmm. anyone who is unfamiliar with it, they only, for the most part, screen movies on 35 millimeter. And like for something, uh, yep situation like yours i know they have a setup for you know files and uh dvd players yeah. but the, the last movie they screened there was the guardians of the galaxy and and they didn't have the technology to uh you know go any more forward because they didn't have the money to buy the equipment so now they're the only i think the the actual only drive-in in in all of america that screens on 35 millimeters so you get your that's awesome your classic. i didn't know that yeah they are and their first opening weekend is always tradition. It's the same two movies, but it's uh, it's the Wizard of Oz and uh, the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Okay. They're, they're the opening weekend and stuff. So I go up there for um, you know, they 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 they've got everything that the weekends up there. Friday the Thirteenth. This uh, I saw. They just got they got Night yeah. in a Comic going up there. This got announced with like the two of the the two main girls from that movie going up there. So it's great. I remember they, they screened like Nightmare on Elm Street three and had almost all the cast there. Uh, Time awesome. Tunnel Tuesdays. Yeah, I I'll go up there on a Tuesday night and like I live eighty minute drive for there. But like 
I don't care. I just think it's the coolest place. And you can actually sleep over there. You, you know, yeah. it's like a few extra dollars and stuff. And it's original. And it's been there since like 1945. Uh, their documentary is on is for free on Amazon. I think it's titled, I, I wish I, I think it's, it's called At the Drive-In. I didn't get to meet the guy, but I know that the the uh, director that made that film um, had his uh, follow up documentary screen at Jim Thorpe last year. Okay, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's it's to me, it's just a really cool thing, and I think they finally, after all these years, they never owned the land. I think they finally got to buy the land because the landowner was only leasing it to them for about fifty years. So, yeah, it's just a cool, it, it's a cool thing. I just think drive-ins, drive-ins made a big comeback in the last couple of years. I think people this, it's not so much like oh, we've seen this movie a million times over. It's watching it with a community, right. Especially yeah. for something like the horror community, this place is perfect because, yeah. like, you know, with a lot of movies, it's you just go to, you know, like a shopping mall, you go in and see a two hour movie and you walk out and you go home. But there, you know, you go with friends and you hang out and you spend the day watching movies. Well, maybe not the day watching movies, but you know, the yeah. night watching movies. Um, yeah. And I remember, like, even like last year, there was, you know, Trauma, you know, Lloyd Coffin came up and they had like a trauma fest weekend. And I remember my birthday was on a Tuesday and I went up there and they were uh, screening Nightbreed. Like, like, I was like, that's perfect. Let's go. It's a Tuesday. What else am I going to do? So, yeah, it was really awesome. But, uh, Wesley, I'm going to give you the floor and uh, feel, feel free to plug away any, anything you need. Cool. Um, so, our YouTube channel is Thinking Art Entertainment. We have a bunch of short films that you can watch on our YouTube channel, ranging from dramas to a lot of horror, because that's what I've been doing kind of uh, almost exclusively over the last couple of years. But um, feel free to give our channel a like, uh, subscribe, um, watch our horror films. Um, and yeah, keep an eye out for Stalked the Feature um that will hopefully be filming this september sweet sweet yes and i would like to thank this audience for taking the time to tune in again i will also uh ask you to uh subscribe to the average superstar tv on youtube and check us out every every monday morning at 5 a.m a new episode drops on spotify amazon stitcher and iHeartRadio. Wesley, I'm I'm a big fan of everything you're doing. Uh, I'm all about this uh, stock feature. Thank you. And uh, yes, I think you're one of the you're you I think you're one of the key members of of the Philadelphia area as far as independent of just being consistent. I like your work, and I thank, thank you, you so much for being part of Average Superstar TV. Uh, you always got a spot here anytime you need to announce something. Awesome! Thanks so much for having me on. All right. And with that, we'll see you all next week.